This is No Starving Artist Podcast. You deserve a successful creative life. I'm Anissa Benitez, a marketing expert at top companies and creative journeyer. I'm here to support your creative wellness, financially, mentally, and spiritually. Share with me your questions and I'll share perspective. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. This episode is focused on embracing your jealousy, envy, and longing. What do you desire? This episode is about the stories that we've told ourselves and how we've conditioned ourselves to believe things that are untrue sometimes. So I've been bubbling this week, eager, eager, so eager to share this episode. As far as our agenda, we'll begin with a question answer from our No Starving Artist community. Obviously, you all are welcome to share questions to me. Our second segment will be getting into our topic of defining these three emotions and uncovering how those might be showing up for us. And then we'll end with our culture resource. As always, welcoming your questions, feel free to email me for marketing consulting, general perspective, or for paid consulting inquiries at hello at morebyher.com. So since opening myself up to questions from us, the No Starving Artist community, but also to the world, I'm on TikTok, I'm just putting myself out there more these days. Well, I've received a lot of questions and a lot of them pertain to how did I get the jobs that I've gotten? How did I work at the companies that I've worked at? How did I get what I had? And it brings up a lot for me in trying to respond to these questions because one, there is no simple answer. How do we get all these opportunities? How do we get success? How do we get connections, etc. Well, it's a combination of luck and preparation and determination and hustling. There's so many factors. And the reason that I have a hard time answering these types of questions is because I fear. I have a fear of envy and jealousy and I have a fear of people's longing. And that's why I want to focus on today's episode. I am, however, going to answer a question from the community And I really enjoyed how this question was phrased. What do you think makes a candidate to work at top media companies stand out? I like this question because I think how we stand out is something I'm comfortable answering. Getting to the root of it, it also so much depends on what kind of role you're seeking at these companies or what kind of role you're seeking in general. But the best thing that you can do and a piece of wisdom that I received from a career coach during college was to start to become the thing before you are titled or hired as the thing. So what's available to you? You need to go out there and acquire the skills before anybody gives you the job. So I decided I wanted to be a marketer when I was in my sophomore year of college and there wasn't that much popularity in marketing at the time. There weren't people hiring much for marketing interns. It just wasn't top of mind for a lot of companies, organizations. 
And I knew that I had to build the resume despite that. So I ran for student social chair in student government of my college and achieved that, which was a very experiential marketing role, right? Where I was doing a lot to organize people for events, etc. And I knew that was one bump for my resume. And then I also took an existing job that I had, which was program management. And I spoke to my boss and I said, hey, I want to manage your social media accounts. I think I can grow our following. And I took on that additional workload. They didn't even see it as a priority to them. But I self-titled myself digital marketing assistant for that job so that when I was interested in my next job, which was a formal marketing internship, I was able to get it because I'd already proven, proven myself and gained the skills by actually acquiring those things. And obviously it's helpful when it's like you have a college and you campus, you already have a job and you feel like you can support that. But there's so many opportunities for you on your own to create the things that you want to see in the world. So sometimes that's creating your own blog creating your own Instagram, starting a medium and sharing knowledge and taking the initiative to self-educate in that area that you want to be recognized and an expert in and hired for by these companies. And you don't have to be good in the beginning, but you can improve over time and you can be consistent. And if you can show that to those media companies that are interested in hiring you, you will stand out. So for every job that I've acquired, I have a actually had those titles and and gotten into those positions feeling very overqualified for each of those positions and it's been a blessing and a curse because the beauty of it is you become more of an entrepreneur and you become such a self-starter and then the challenge of it is you enter these large companies where you are going to own a small part of the funnel a small portion of the final execution if you're working collaboratively with lots of other folks. So ultimately, that is the best way that I can respond to this question. If there's anything that you're interested in becoming or being recognized for, believe that you need to start becoming that thing before anybody recognizes you as those things or anyone hires you as those things. You are so powerful and capable to create that those achievements prior to anyone recognizing you externally for those things. So that's the best response I have. Let's dive into our topic for today and our reflection questions. So today's focus is embracing our jealousy, our envy, and our longing which I've fought for what feels like a lifetime. If you were to ask me even a few months ago, if I feel jealous, envious, or longing, I would probably be like, no, no, I don't feel those things ever. But these are super important and valuable emotions to feel. Acknowledging our envy, our jealousy, our longing shows us what we truly want in life and sometimes have denied ourselves of. For myself, I often just want to be like, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful that I desire for nothing. I 
feel no sense of jealousy. I am enlightened and just grateful that everyone has what they have achieved and I'm detached. I have no demon-like qualities, which is obviously hilarious and not true because I'm human, you're human, we all have the same emotions, how much we tap into them, how much time we spend on each of those emotions varies, right? We can feel jealousy and just let it pass, but it's worth acknowledging when these emotions arise. And the importance of acknowledging them is because it's always two sides of the same coin, right? I've felt historically often like there's nobody I admire. (laughs) I don't have any role models. Oh my gosh. Well, if I was more aware of people that I felt envy or longing towards, then I'd be more aware of people that I admire. So how much you entertain each of these can vary. And I'm going to define each of these emotions for us and then take us through reflection questions so that we can get more in touch with the ways that we maybe have ignored some of these emotions or have allowed these emotions to overpower us. But anyways, the point is so that we can understand our purpose in life, understand how we can find success and truly embrace our full potential. So let's get into our definitions. Mind you, these definitions are not Merriam-Webster definitions. Dictionaries don't tend to have the best definitions on emotions. So these are rooted in my personal understandings of emotional IQ. Let's get into these definitions first and foremost. Jealousy. Jealousy is the emotion relating to fear that something you have will be taken away from you by someone else. Envy is the emotion of coveting what someone else has. And longing is the emotion associated with the desire for something you don't feel you can attain. Jealousy, to reshare the definition, is the emotion related to the fear that something you have will be taken away from you by someone else. This definition clarifies a lot to me. Understanding when you feel jealousy is really important. When do you feel jealousy? Think about that for yourself. What is something that you fear you may lose? Have you ever had jealousy so much so that it has overpowered your ability to focus. Jealousy is often more associated with our ego's fear of losing something that we have. So I think a really helpful example of jealousy I see in the rap community, where rappers are sometimes like, I'm the best rapper alive, remember me, I'm going to retire, and just don't forget that I'm the best rapper alive, okay? And then they retire, and then like, A year later, they come back and they're like, I'm making a new album because, you know, don't forget, I'm the best rapper alive. And even though there's all these other rappers, like I was the first rapper. Remember that I was that one who just like did all those things. Don't you remember? And it's so hilarious. And uh, also such a good example of jealousy and the ways that you can act when you're so scared of your title 
as best rapper alive being taken away. But that's a title that you never had. That's just your ego's sphere. That's a fear of losing. And you will never feel satisfaction that you've achieved if you feel like your achievements rest externally, right? And so how can we apply these things and lean into understanding what is something that we have that we fear we might lose? Is it job titles? Is it money? Is it something related to some level of thing that we've already been recognized and esteemed for? As some of you know, I founded More By Her, a platform to dismantle the starving artist stigma. Each week, we share a new story of creative women shaping culture on Wednesdays, Wisdom Drop Wednesdays, for those who identify as women, non-binary, she, her, they, them, thriving artists who are willing to give transparency on their creative journey and how they do it. Follow us at morebyher.com or on Instagram at more underscore by underscore her. So envy and jealousy are often confused. Jealousy is more related to something that you already have being taken away from you. And envy is the emotion of coveting what someone else has. So with that, when do you feel envy? When are you seeing your potential in someone else? Who are people that you envy? As I mentioned earlier, envy is just the flip side of admiration. They're often two sides of the same coin. In envy, you are just likely coveting something that they have that's external to you a little bit too much. Once you feel that it's kind of precious, you can just start to feel distance. That's the reason the root of envy is. It just feels a little out of reach for you. And that's why you feel that level of envy arise versus admiration where you feel like, oh, that that's on path for me. I'm on track for that. And sometimes I feel that sense of envy arise for me from people when they ask me questions around jobs I've had, places I've worked, titles, big companies, things like that. I feel that sense of envy because I see that they're coveting a job title or a big company name. I've been so conscious of that. That's why I've actually developed a resume that was so stacked so that I would be able to get employment in the future if I needed it. But there's the truth of any job, which is that any job is work. And there is nothing that should be so prized and coveted. Once you get into these places, these jobs, once you have these titles, you'll soon learn that some jobs pay better than others. Some jobs have more benefits. You work around people who are kinder, generally. All jobs have a lot of bullshit. All jobs are pretty shitty in so many ways. And you will just have to get into those positions sometimes to realize that, to have the recognition of that. And there's nothing that is holy about any thing, any person, any work environment. There is no space that's all white in black and white. 
everything is gray. The world is gray. They're all shades of black and white in every space, in every person, in every environment, in any dream that you have. It will have downsides. It will have cons. And some of those cons might be more tolerable to you than others. I like to talk about this in relationship to individuals. When you're interested in dating someone and being in a relationship and marrying someone, you are signing yourself up to accept that person's bullshit. And everybody has a different brand of bullshit. And you just have to be okay with the type of bullshit that you're accepting within your life. And so when it comes to envy, when do you feel this arise? What are people, what are things that you feel you would like to attain that might just feel a little out of grasp for you? Now let's get into longing. Longing is the emotion associated with desire for something you don't feel that you can attain. What is something that you long for? What is something that you felt you're not good enough to do? What is something that you felt, oh, if you were younger, if you were braver, if you could take more risk, if you were more beautiful, if you were more likable, oh, you would have that thing or you would go after that thing. Is there anything that you feel that you are lacking and that's the reason why you're not going for doing, seeing, going after that thing that you want? For myself personally, I've recognized how deeply rooted and ignored this emotion has been for me. In middle school, I discovered my love for acting and musical theater. And I had a week recently where I cried, realizing I never went after that acting path. I dismissed it since the time I was 12 maybe, middle school, when I saw people who are so much better than me, so much more talented than me, really going for it. They were going to make careers in Broadway and they knew when they were that small. I went to this performing arts school where people were amazingly talented and they deserved it, I said. I said, you know what? This is great. I'm totally happy to be in the cast. I'm also like not going to build a future here, so this is cool. Mind you, over the years, I've checked in on each of these people who performed in my middle school to see what they were up to, to see them going after their dreams. And so I could be, you know, really excited for them. I admired them so much. And you know what? That girl whose role that I really wanted in middle school that I didn't audition for because I told myself I wasn't good enough and she was so much better and I didn't deserve it. Well, she did go to Broadway and I am, yes, so happy that she did but I long I definitely long for that path yes I wanted to go down the path of acting and musical theater and I've known that since I was really really little that I've wanted that but I didn't do it because I told myself I shouldn't because I told myself I'm really good and business savvy so I should do more things in the business realm I really do and should make money and so I should do more things in that realm and yes I'm doing those things and it feels really good to be doing those things but it doesn't mean that I don't long and want to be doing the other thing the reason that we address all these emotions of envy jealousy and longing is because of this acknowledgement there needs to be a necessary acknowledgement 
of what we're not going after so that they don't exist as what ifs. So we don't have a what if I did those things because you know if that ship has sailed or if it has not. So if so, then you know that that's a lesson to not repeat. Yes, I cannot go back and be a seventh grader and audition for the musical lead role. But there's the truth of I can still pursue acting and I can still perform. Now, this truth is scary, right? It's so much easier to live in nostalgia and be like, well, if I was younger, I would have done those things. Well, if I was more talented, if I actually spent more time training, now that I have all these other things going on, I just really cannot. If I tell myself that story, I can justify these reasons so much, but it doesn't excuse what we actually want. Yeah, we're at this place now where maybe you're doing some introspection on those things that you long for, you're envious of, you're jealous of. Well, can you be doing those things? Are you able to put in the work, the time, the energy to get out there, to do those things, to follow through on some of those desires and wants? And on the jealousy thing, is there anything you fear will be taken away from you in the process of going after those things that you want? I know for folks who are at these coveted jobs with me, they got so much pride. It made their parents so happy that they worked at these places and people in their lives had so much to boast about by knowing somebody who had these titles and jobs and companies and things. There's so much that gets wrapped up in our egos that you have to acknowledge you're in before going that, right? And who are you when you change? Who are you when you don't have the title best rapper alive? Are you ready to kill your ego, to have an ego death? Is your envy, for instance, overpowering your ability to enjoy what you have? There's a million questions that we can go down the rabbit hole of asking ourselves. But the starting place of it all is when it comes to jealousy, envy, and longing. You've felt these things. Have you ignored them? Have you embraced them? Have you uncovered what's behind them and the things that you truly desire and want? I hope you have or take the time to do so. It's well worth it. Think of your, think of your being as a house and, you, and your house is in okay condition. Now you can give that house a little paint job, right? And it can look nice and shiny on the outside or you can remodel the house and gut it out from the inside and then you'll be in a way better position for the future. You'll have a foundation that's solid and will last for decades and decades to come. You just give your house a little paint job and it looks shiny, but you know, 10 years from now, that house is crumbling from the inside out. So grateful that you're doing this with me and let's get into our culture resource. So our culture rec for this week is On Purpose with Jay Shetty. 
podcast. It's one of my favorite podcasts, and I think I've mentioned it before. This episode released very recently on April 27, 2020, and it's with Glendon Doyle on how to stop asking for permission and listening to others' opinions. She's such an amazing author and advocate for untaming ourselves. Her book, Untamed, release in released this year actually and then she has another book love warrior which she became very acclaimed for in 2016 that book hit the new york times bestseller list as has untamed and she is amazing at talking about her recovery as an alcoholic how she's worked to decondition herself down to her whole self her whole self that always existed when she was 10 years old. She started suppressing her fullest extension of self and she developed an eating disorder and she went down a path of becoming this alcoholic and working to not feel all of her emotion. Not feel all her emotion because we live in a world that's very painful and the more that we feel others' pain, our own pain, the harder it gets to exist in society and just be and just chill sometimes you just want to exist like everyone else we see people who seem more desensitized if you're listening to this podcast episode then one I'm very I admire you deeply I know that I have a voice that's very calming and I know that the topics that I am uncovering are very challenging and so I admire you because you're a person who is brave brave enough to tap into that truth, that messy, difficult, emotional side of yourself. And you have the patience to be with it and listen. And that's the most noble thing that you can do. That is the work. So actually getting to a point where not hearing just me talking, right? So that you're hearing you, that you're listening to yourself, understanding yourself. And so This episode I found really special because she talks about jealousy and she talks about envy and Jay Shetty, who I think is such an admirable person, talks about his own feelings of insecurity and how that's influenced those the lack of embrace of those feelings of jealousy and envy. And to hear someone who is a monk say that they felt jealousy and envy, I think is so special because it humanizes all of the emotions that we all feel. We think people who are enlightened, they're just so detached. I truly admire so many people in this wellness space who are focused on gratitude and sunshine and positivity. They don't feel those ways all the time. Our happiness comes from our ability to accept love and be with ourselves, to be still in the emotions and through the waves, the difficult feelings and things that arise in our life. That's where your gratitude will come. That's where your happiness will come in being with yourself, not in anything that is external from you, not in any relationship, not in any anything. True happiness is really true acceptance of self, first and foremost. Then all those things are quite nice to have. They are icing on the cake. You're the cake. Okay. Now, yeah, that's all I have to say about this episode. Repeating it, Lyndon Doyle on 
how to ask, stop asking for permission and listening to other people's opinions on the Jay Shetty podcast. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode. I'm so happy to be here for you during this time. If you have questions to be shared on the podcast, if you have a story to be shared on the podcast, feel free to email me at hello at morebyher.com. Please leave a review. Please more so tell a friend, share this podcast on social. I would love to know which of these episodes is your favorite so I can know which ones to lean more into. I can be reached at Anissa Benitez on Instagram. Follow the wisdom of many thriving creative women and non-binary people at more underscore by underscore her on IG. You are no starving artist. I'm so grateful to be learning with you and growing with you and moving closer to the purpose, our purpose with you. So appreciate you.